Domino 17, Substance Use, Misuse, and Addiction. As Canada gets ready to legalize, strictly regulate, as well as restrict access to marijuana by July 1st, 2018, it is important to understand what we face as a society. Mind-altering substances have been available to humans for centuries. They've been used for recreation, relaxation, ceremonies, and as medicine. The science of extraction and purification from natural sources has evolved over time. Synthetic man-made chemicals have been engineered and designed to match the desires of thrill-seekers and increase profit margins, thus creating an industry for designing drugs. Consider how nicotine in cigarettes was altered to make it more addictive. Nicotine is a highly addictive substance that naturally is found in tobacco. When it is inhaled, it can quickly travel to the brain and cause a feeling of temporary relaxation and stress relief. To sell more product, cigarette companies worked on making cigarettes more addictive and succeeded by increasing nicotine levels, adding ammonia or ammonia compounds which increase the speed at which nicotine is delivered to the brain, and adding sugars that increase the addictive effects of nicotine and make it easier to inhale tobacco smoke. People found it harder to quit, despite feeling motivated to do so, and realizing that cigarette smoking is harmful to health and wellness. Herein lies the danger of what our minds can achieve. Our own ability to manipulate ourselves, our mind and our behaviors, using our brains and creativity in ways that bring harm to individuals and society, all the while feeding our brains reward and pleasure centers. The 2016 Surgeon General's Report on Alcohol, Drugs and Health is the first Surgeon General's Report to address substance use disorders and the wider range of health problems and consequences related to alcohol and drug misuse in the United States. The following points explain the neurobiology of substance use, misuse, and addiction. Well-supported scientific evidence shows that addiction to alcohol or drugs is a chronic brain disease that has potential for recurrence and recovery. The addiction process involves a three-stage cycle, binge intoxication, withdrawal negative effect, and preoccupation anticipation. This cycle becomes more severe as a person continues substance use and it produces dramatic change in brain function that reduce a person's ability to control their substance use. These changes in the brain persist long after substance use stops. It is not yet known how much these changes may be reversed or how long that process may take. Adolescence is a critical at-risk period for substance use and addiction. All addictive drugs, including alcohol and marijuana, have especially harmful effects on the adolescent brain which is still undergoing significant development. Recognizing these key factors, they've identified 
prevention, management, and treatment of substance-related issues as a top public health priority. They intend to prevent substance initiation or escalation from use to a disorder and reduce the number of people suffering with addiction, shorten the duration of illness for sufferers, and reduce the number of substance-related deaths. A public health approach can reduce collateral damage created by substance misuse, such as infectious disease transmission and motor vehicle crashes. Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, or SAMHSA, in the U.S. has further identified the significant impact that adverse childhood experiences and trauma have on human social, emotional, and cognitive development, leading to adoption of high-risk behaviors. It is overwhelming to consider these impacts on human society in our cities and towns, across our provinces and the country. Our mental health and addiction services are overstretched at present and not meeting the needs of people and communities. We are facing fiscal restraint in health spending and investment in public health has been steadily decreasing. However, firefighters recognize the need to fight fire with fire when required. Similarly, when the tobacco industry made cigarettes more addictive by chemically altering them, we fought back by developing designer drugs that could block the effects of these chemicals in the brain. SAMHSA has offered such a plan of action for communities to undertake in an effort to intelligently map out and understand the scope of the problem within their population of citizens. In addition to increasing big picture understanding of substance use in a community, completing the strategic prevention framework assessment of needs and capacity helps to target its resources and maximize its impact on substance use. For example, is the focus on the appropriate age groups? Are there certain geographic areas on which you should concentrate? Are there certain substances of greater concern than others? These questions are especially important given a fiscal climate in which scarce resources are often expected to produce measurable results. Empowered communities are joining hands, coming together and building a new framework to consider the harmful use of substances within the context of trauma that has affected generations of their citizens. They are developing relationship-based innovations that seek to heal and support people and populations of citizens. Information presented in this column were collected from SAMHSA's work as well as the Surgeon General's report.